This is episode 11, Dad's Story. Please be advised, this episode contains the discussion of cancer, loss of a parent, and some repetitive beeping sound effects. Henry Moore, 61, has finally settled into a new routine. Each morning after waking, he retrieves yesterday's mail, his daily exercise. He eats when he feels like eating, and several hours of TV later, Henry goes to bed so he can repeat it all over again the next day. Life had come to a stop for Henry. A common problem afflicting those who have taken the plunge into Dark Valley. He should have been here by now. What's taking him so long? Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, I didn't think that through. Uh, I'm here, Dad. I'm here, Dad who? No, Dad, I I wasn't trying to tell a joke. Oh, that's okay. Your jokes are terrible anyway. It's good to see you, Alan. You came alone? What, Cindy and the kids didn't want to come see me? Of course... They want to see you, but the the kids can't take a week off of school to come up to Vermont whenever they want, and, and Cindy has to stay at home with them. There's always going to be school and work. They should have come anyway. You know, what can I say, Dad? That's just how it goes. <sighs> hey, uh, I didn't get to eat much on the drive up. Do you mind if I grab something? Help yourself. Pretty bare bones in here. There's cookies in one on the left. No thanks. This isn't good, Dad. What do you mean? You can't exclusively eat frozen pot pies. These have like 1,500 calories and a ton of salt. It's not worth cooking a whole meal for one person. I'm afraid the way you're going, there won't be one person to cook for. Dad, it's been 10 months. You have to start taking care of yourself. I hope you didn't come here just to scold me. I'd rather not have to scold you. But what am I supposed to do? Mom was diagnosed and went on her long journey, and I can't even imagine how hard that was on you. I came in as often as I was able to, and I know you supported her in every way you could for years. I'm not trying to be insensitive or anything. I miss her too. But this is different. I'm worried I'm going to lose you. Not because of something out of our control, but because you want to be lost. I have to speak up before it's too late. You're overreacting. I'm fine. Dad, the truth is everybody wanted to come see you, and I was inclined to let them. We don't see you as much as as I'd like to, and I try not to let good opportunities pass us by anymore. But I told them they couldn't come. I didn't want them to see you like this. I see. This isn't meant to be a punishment, Dad. I know you're only doing what you think is best. Why don't you try getting out of the house more often? Going someplace other than the grocery store frozen section? What did you have in mind? Maybe you could try to meet someone. I haven't dated anyone in almost 40 years, 
and I don't want to replace Victoria. No one could ever replace Mom. But you're only 61, Dad. You cut back on these? You have a lot of years ahead of you. And it's okay to spend them with someone if you want. I don't know. Let me think about it. No need to decide today. <clears throat> but I, I still haven't eaten, and I'm not having one of those sodium bombs. Get your coat. Where are we going? Mm, I was thinking Peas and Q's Diner. Oh, they've got a good roast beef there. I know. You've ordered it every time we've gone for 30 years. What can I say? I know what I like. I can't believe I let Alan talk me into this dating app. It's ridiculous. This is the place. It's 520. I have 10 minutes. There's no harm in going in early and sitting at our table. But what if I go in and she sees me and decides I'm not her type? Maybe I should wait. I don't want to get soaked, though. This guy looks like it's about to open up. I better go in. Good evening, miss. I had a reservation for two under more. Thank you. Can I get a decaf coffee, please? Thanks. 5.24. Any minute now. Is that her? No. Hi, I'm meeting someone here. Under more? Appreciate it. Thanks. That's her, then. She's taller than I pictured her. And beautiful, too. You must be Henry. I am. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Deborah. Sorry I'm a little late. I couldn't find parking. Oh, no. You're right on time. Did you order without me? No, no. O only coffee. I'm teasing, Henry. It's fine. Coffee helps me calm my nerves. There's nothing to be nervous about. I told myself that on the drive over, but it didn't help much. I used to get nervous on first dates, too. I wouldn't have guessed. Comes with experience. I have been on a lot of first dates. Oh, uh... That probably sounded much worse than I meant. I mean, I've done a lot of dating over the past. Well, in the past. Now, I'm trying more for quality over quantity. Sure, okay. So, Deborah, what do you do? I work in legal for a tech company down in Boston, but I'm trying to find a way out. It's a good position, but there's so much I want to do that I'll never get to it if I don't prioritize myself more. Hey, can I get a coffee? Thank you. Two sugars. What do you mean? I remember graduating law school, then a whole lot of working, and now I'm turning 60 next year. Where did it all go? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought I had more time than I did. 
But when you get to be our age, it seems like you're always hearing about someone you grew up with passing away. I never married. I saved all my money for the future. But I didn't notice that the future has come and gone a few times. My last future is now. And I've come to realize that these savings and this retirement I was eyeing in Florida for all those years aren't all they're cracked up to be. I want to spend the rest of my life exploring the world with someone and make up for as much lost time as I can. Florida? That will be nice. I've got a confession to make to you. Henry, I hope you'll forgive me. Well, I... Uh, I notice you're wearing a wedding ring. I can explain that, Deborah. My... No, you don't have to. I know. I looked you up online before we met. And I'm so sorry. Oh? I know that can come off as a little creepy, and I don't mean to offend or pry. But I'm not just looking for a partner. I'm looking for an adventurer. And I read about you. I read about your business and why you closed. And for better or for worse, that's all over. And I thought maybe you'd want to come see the world with me, now that you can. Deborah, that's quite an offer. But this is all very sudden. I know. I know I'm asking a lot. What do I do about my son, my grandkids? I promise we'll see them as often as you do now. What about my house? I, I can't leave my house. You don't have to leave it forever. Take a short trip away with me and let's see where it goes. It's a very gracious offer, but I'm sorry. I can't. It's okay. I understand. Well, at least we can enjoy each other's company for dinner. The crab cakes sound good. It was a pleasure to meet you, but I think I'm going to head home. Here, dinner's on me. I'm sorry, Henry. I didn't mean to upset you. Please stay. I wish you the best of luck, Deborah. Take care. It was a disaster, Alan. A disaster. I meet her, and ten minutes later, she wants me to hop on a plane out of here. Well, that's sort of a compliment. I think I'm done with the dating scene. Dad, it was one date. Sounds like she was lonely. Give her a break. She's never had a connection with someone like you had with Mom. It makes sense she'd want to find one as soon as possible. So you're saying I should have skipped town with her? Look, don't write the whole thing off because of one bad experience. Do you know how many women I dated before I found Cindy? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know how to talk to people outside of you and the family anymore. So you're a little rusty. What did you expect? You've only talked to doctors for five years, Dad. But you used to know how to talk to people very well. It's how you made your living. Talking to customers is not the same as talking with a date. You'll figure it out. And if you don't, well, like Mom always said, it's all part of the adventure. <laughs> it's all part of the adventure.
That mantra got us through some tough times. And these times aren't nearly as tough. You can do this, Dad. Don't give up. The only thing you need to do is be yourself. It wasn't so hard to do with Victoria, though. Good afternoon. Are you Ruth? Yes, and you are? Henry, from the app? Henry, yes. Forgive me. I've recently returned to the dating game, and they changed a lot of the rules with the phones and all. Don't worry. I'm not much better. The good news is you've only got one bachelor to worry about instead of three. The bad news is he's all you got for the next hour. You look familiar. Have we met before? I'm not sure. Maybe our kids knew each other. Alan Moore, class of 2009? I don't think so. Both of mine were out of high school by 2005. Then maybe you were in my dry cleaning shop. That's where everyone local knows me from. Oh, so you're more from Moore's Dry Cleaners. Yes, <laughs> that must be it. You had hair then. I still have some hair, but I guess it depends on the last time you were in the shop. You've been closed for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, a few years. Are you enjoying retirement? Well, uh, I'm still adjusting. What brought you into my store? My late husband, Paul, was in sales and wore these expensive suits. You wouldn't believe it. He wasn't the most careful man, but when it came to his suits, he was meticulous. He took the most extreme precautions. <laughs> Once, I met him for lunch and ordered soup, and he had a fit. Because if I dropped my spoon from across the table, some of it might get on his jacket and his slacks. <laughs> <laughs> really? You can imagine my surprise when one day he came home with a big blotch on his sports coat. I thought it was doomed, but you really delivered for us. My pleasure. But it turned out that wasn't an isolated incident. He was starting to shake, and soon he had difficulty getting his clothes on. He left his job soon after. I remember now. Paul Watkins. I'm so sorry to hear that. He passed about two and a half years ago. My condolences. He was a nice man. He was. Honestly, it's all very strange. I can sympathize. It's hard not to see him everywhere I look. We raised a family here. My daughter still lives nearby and comes to visit and check on me. But it's so... off. I can't help but feel like I'm not worth visiting without a father. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Sometimes, I wonder if I should just move in with her and leave the memories in our house behind. We need a few more minutes, thanks. Ruth, I lost my spouse in much the same way. I didn't know Paul that well, but I'm sure he wants you to go on living. He knows you're not going to forget him. He knows you never could. You're a nice man too, Henry. Thanks. My daughter thought it would be good for me to get out and meet people, and I'm glad to have met you. But I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'll ever be ready. That's too bad, because I think the wait staff is going to kick us out if we don't order soon. <laughs>
My son basically told me the same thing your daughter told you. I'm not sure if I'm ready for any of this either. But we don't have to be. The only thing we need to do today is have lunch together, if you want. That's it. I think I'd like that. But I think that's all I'd like. For now. No need to be so diplomatic, Ruth. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Well, in that case. I hope you're not going to say anything about my hair again. What hair? (laughs) I walked right into that one, didn't I? Hello. Hey, Dad. Just calling to check in, see how you're doing. I'm trying to replicate one of your mother's recipes, but I think I skipped a step or something. Dough should have more, um, it shouldn't be this soupy. You'll get it. Well, what are you trying to make? Noki. You couldn't have started with something a bit easier? It always looked easy when Victoria made it. You have my permission to dip into the pot pie reserves if this doesn't work out. Oh no, those are all gone. No more of those for me. I'll make eggs or something if I have to. That's great, Dad. Did you happen to make it to the cemetery today? Yes, I did. I can't believe it's been a year already. It feels so much longer than that. And like it was yesterday. I know it's probably been a rough day, but you sound like you're doing better overall. I don't know if better is the right word, but thanks. That was a close one. I almost dropped you right in the gnocchi soup. Do you want to chat later? No, no, that's all right. I think this dough is starting to take shape finally. Alan, do you remember going to school with any of the Watkins kids? Eddie was a lot older than me, but he was a star pitcher on the baseball team. I saw him play a few times. I went on a date with his mother the other day. Lovely woman. As you might have guessed, Eddie's father passed away a few years ago. Oh, I had no idea. He was a customer of mine, and I got to chatting with Eddie's mom, Ruth, and I appreciate your concern and what you're trying to do for me and everything, but... It had been years for her, and she clearly still wasn't over it. And today is one year for me. And it's all very... I don't think I want to do this. All things considered, it wasn't bad. She was good company, despite our... Dad, you were a caretaker for so long. And when that was over, there wasn't any going back to normal. It's not like you were going to reopen the store... I always knew that eventually you'd find a new normal. And I always hoped you'd find happiness again. And you did settle into a new normal. But happiness wasn't part of the equation. There are tons of ways to discover a purpose in happiness. One of them might be through meeting someone. But you could volunteer. You could get involved in the township meetings like you always said you wanted to. And probably a dozen other things all within ten minutes of the house. But ultimately, Dad... You're in control. If dating isn't for you, then don't date. You're not going to get any pressure from me. I I only wanted you to know that life goes on. 
And you cooking for yourself tonight tells me that you do know it. You wouldn't say that if you saw the results. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Dad. I promised your mother I'd learn to make all of her recipes when she was able to teach me, and she'd just nod her head. I think she knew how it was going to go. I don't think even Victoria could salvage this. Mom's proud of you too, Dad. Excuse me, Henry? That's me. You must be Penny. It's a pleasure to meet you. I recognized you right away from your ads. Oh, yeah. What can I say? A handsome face goes a long way in marketing your business. I hope you'll forgive me. I had to chuckle at your name on the app. Penny Lane. <laughs> That's not my real last name. It's just a nickname. Beatles fan, I assume? Both me and my husband, yeah. Late husband. We managed to see three out of four. Let me guess. Lennon? You think you're smart, huh? <laughs> Picking the one Beatle that never did a solo tour and passed away in 1980. So am I right? Yes. <laughs> <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah, thanks. Have you been here before? Their chowder sounds good. I want to get back into hiking, but it's so difficult to do alone. I'm older. I'm not as light. And having someone to hike with helps keep you fresh. Victoria was never really into hiking, per se. But she did like getting outdoors. And I'd like to believe she'd like spending time with me. <laughs> I'm sure she did. Uh, have you ever hiked the Appalachian Trail? Parts of it, before my son was born. I've only done the Maine and Massachusetts legs, but it's spectacular. If I ever get back in shape, maybe. Don't you worry about being in shape. We can go slow. It's all part of the adventure. What did you say? We can go at your pace, whenever you're ready. That sounds <coughs> nice. <coughs> Penny, I haven't had the best of luck dating, and I want to be completely transparent with you. You're great. Fantastic, even. I'm more than happy to hike with you and spend time with you as friends, but I love my wife, and I miss her. She may be gone, but think I've realized that I'm still her husband. Death did us part, but we're not separated. Hmm. That's very sweet, Henry. <coughs> you're, you're sweating. <coughs> you're starting to scare me. Henry? <coughs> oh my god! Help! Help! Uh, oh, I think he's having a heart attack! Someone, call 911! Uh, someone, <coughs> call an ambulance! Victoria. Oh, hang in there, Henry. Help is coming. I love you, Victoria. I love my wife.
Dad? Could have sworn he said something. Listen, Dad. I don't really know if you can hear me or not. But you've been in a coma for weeks. The doctors have stopped asking questions about what to do when you're out of the coma and started asking about what your wishes might have been and what could be done to make you more comfortable. I don't know how to answer that. Are you comfortable? Every time I'm here, I've made sure to leave the TV on a sports channel or something for you. I, I hope that helps. Though with how the Sox are playing, maybe not. This is so difficult. I know what I'm talking about doesn't really matter, and that I'm avoiding what I need to say. Because what happens after everything is said? What decisions might I have to make? Mom is here, Dad. We've come to say goodbye. Henry. Thank you for being you, and for all the sacrificing you did to make our lives as good as they are. Thank you for all the little things that you may have forgotten about, but we haven't. I told myself that if we got to this point, I'd have your eulogy written so you could hear it yourself and know how much appreciation I have for you, how much you mean to your son, and to me. But you're going to have to settle for my ramblings. I couldn't write it. I didn't want to write it, not while you were still here. I felt like if I did, I would be tempting fate, and that you'd leave even sooner than you had to. Ultimately, my Henry, your love for us was always your highest priority. I think that has always shown through, no matter the circumstances, and no matter where we may go or whatever we might do. We always knew you loved us, and that you would spare us from any pain that you could. And Henry, I hope you know that we will always love you, no matter where you are going. We'll miss you more than you could possibly know. We've spoken with the doctors. And we've made the decision to... <sighs> Looks like you've had one last trick up your sleeve. So that the decision was out of our hands. <laughs> I love you, Henry. Henry Moore is survived by his wife of 40 years, Victoria his son, Alan, his daughter-in-law, Cindy, and two grandchildren. Unlike what most believe, Henry did not have his life flash before his eyes just before his time had expired. 
but rather, he received a vision of what his life might have been had he been the one to remain behind instead of Victoria. He now enters a new plane, basked in the warm glow of his love and dedication to his wife, a romance that may have ended on Earth, but that lives eternally in Dark Valley. This has been Episode 11, Dad's Story. This episode was written by Mark Zurich and directed by Elspeth Denman, based on a story by Mark S. Zurich. Henry was played by Richard Denman. Alan was played by Zachary Sherry. Deborah was played by Cecilia Specht. Ruth was played by Kylie Y. Turner. Penny and Victoria were played by Gloria Tsai. The narrator was played by Mark Zurich. Dark Valley is produced and edited by Elspeth Denman. This podcast is recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. It is made possible by the generous support of our patrons at patreon.com slash darkvalleypod, including Ryan Asthamer, Ryan Bolter, Marianne Menjack, Madeline Denman, Joshua Denman, Marsha Mandel, Elaine Gibson, Brett McLaughlin, and Michael Bowman. Next time on Dark Valley. Everything okay in here? Jesus, Dad! Ever hear of knocking? Sorry, I just wanted to check on you. Let me give you the lowdown. I'm sleeping in clothes I wore all day on the floor with a thin blanket and two bunched up hoodies attempting to be a pillow since the movers won't be here until tomorrow. Oh, and I had to leave the only home I remember this morning. Other than that, everything is totally fine. I know this isn't how we drew it up, but it is going to get better. It'll take some getting used to. Whatever. To learn more about our show, please visit darkvalleypod.com.